welcome to the City Point Church podcast. Thanks for joining us. Every day is an opportunity to take hold of. So we hope this message inspires you and builds your faith, that it helps you have more of a God perspective for your day. Enjoy. Hey, did you know this? That in, ni- uh, in 1719, our well-known hymn writer, Isaac Watts. Has anyone heard of Isaac Watts? He had a song first published called Joy to the World. And the chorus is, of course, Joy to the World, the Lord is Come. Now, this song wasn't written for Christmas Day. This song is actually written for the coming back of our Messiah, Jesus Christ. And we've made it a Christmas song because, you know, verse 3 says, um, No more let sins and sorrows grow. Why? Because Jesus is back. Nor thorns infest the ground. He comes to make his blessings flow far as the curse is found. When Jesus comes back, he's going to break this curse that we live under. I tell you what, glory to God. Glory to God. It holds truth, this song. You know, we sing it every Christmas all around the world. And it does hold truth for us on Christmas Day as much as it does when Jesus comes back again. i just got to tell you, when I start thinking about Jesus coming back again, I get stupidly excited. Like, I sit at home and I just start buzzing. Like, I just can't wait to prove everyone wrong. (laughs) It's just going to be awesome for the Christians just to go, and there it is. (laughs) It's been a long time waiting, but there it is. Hey, Luke 2, 8 to 14 says this. Mel stole some of my scripture today in the spirit. It's good to have a wife that's in the spirit. Young, young man. Pray for a godly wife. Now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flocks by night. I feel like because my voice is a bit lower, it's a bit more powerful than when Mel reads it. (laughs) And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. It's a good time to pause. Now, this isn't fear like I'm scared type of fear, like, ooh, coronavirus. This, this sort of fear when an angel shows up, this is cosmic awe wow. of someone who comes from the almighty God. It's that type of afraid. Cosmic awe. Verse 10 says, Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. To all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Saviour who is Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling cloths, laying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel, oh, I love this, a multitude of heavenly hosts Praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill towards men. 
Remember the story in the Bible where Jacob has his dream and he sees heaven, sees everything in the heavens. Moses got to see the tabernacle plains in the heaven. And here we are, the heavens open. And on earth, they could see the heavenly angels. I felt like that this morning singing. That's where the word came from, that this house will be known. Not as a house, not as a team, but as people who praise the Lord with the heavenly host. They do that all day long. And when we start to sing, you know, I didn't sing once. I don't want to make this about me today. I want to glorify God, but... I didn't sing once out loud. And then I I got married, and this was awkward. She's an amazing singer. And then I had kids, and I felt embarrassed in front of my kids. But I knew I had to break through and sing out loud. Now I'm ridiculous where I'll just sing wherever the heck I want to sing because I give glory to God. And this is what I realized, church. If you're not a singer, it doesn't matter how good or bad you are. Join the club today. Because when we sing, we are joining in what already is happening in heaven. There's a heavenly choir, and it's not a Christmas choir at City Point North, as amazing as we are. It's not the Sydney uh, choir. It's millions upon millions upon millions upon millions of people singing out. I mean, it's loud. It's a Christmas party every day in heaven. The table is set for food for when you and I come back and the angels are going crazy. So much so it doesn't matter what you and I sound like. But God deserves all the praise, all the glory, all the honour that we could possibly let come out of ourselves to lift up his holy name. Come on, church, this is our Lord God Almighty, the one who was and always has been, and the sun will come back again, and it will happen. It's going to be glorious, but the glory can start now in your life. Christian or non-Christian, today I want to tell you, if you don't feel like you're walking glorious, God wants you to walk glorious because the Word of God teaches us that Jesus Christ came, He has wiped our sins, He has wiped our thought process, He has wiped away your intentions, He has wiped away those things that govern your world, your bad dreams, the things that torment you, the power of the enemy has no power over your life anymore because you are washed clean by the blood of the Lamb. Come on, church, this is why Jesus came. This is why Jesus came. So great joy, which will be for all people. Doesn't that knock your socks off? It's for all people. Man, I can't wait to see my surprise on that glorious day. Who's actually going to go to heaven? Man, don't, don't wear that Christian badge on your shoulder too proud and then say things like it's all about Christians and the church. That day we are going to be surprised. The grace, the, the magnitude, the depth of the grace of God, we are going to be sitting there and going, really? That person? Did you see what they did to me at school? And God's going to go, yeah, but their heart was broken. And when my son came, it was for all people. And he washed their sins. And when that little moment where they just said, God, I acknowledge you, he said, thank you, that's all I need. That's the key. Let me unlock your eternity. 
We will be surprised, and it's going to be so good. Oh, I can't wait. You know why I can't wait? Because my heart breaks for people all the time. And God's heart breaks even more. And I just know his break, he, like he just, he will squeeze grace through any crevice he can. He'll just find a crack in anyone's life and he'll say, let the grace come in. Come on, angels. You know, just stop for a moment. Let's pause in heaven. That man needs me today. That man. And then, and then the heavens pause. God sends out his angel armies goes and does battle in the spirit realm because he saw a shimmer of light in a crack in someone's world. Sent out his angels and then they come back rejoicing before they're even around the throne room and all of heaven erupts and roars. This is what happens. You don't believe me? Read the Bible, man. Like, read the Old Testament. This is what happens in heaven. This is amazing. I've got to get to my message. It's an hour hour of service today. On Christmas Day in 2021, I can imagine many people saying, how can there be joy with what is going on in the world? If you're having these conversations today around a barbecue, I'm going to give you some help. People have been separated from loved ones for crazy lengths of time in our recent days. Christ is being taken out of schools all across the world in my generation. COVID has brought the crazy out of people everywhere in the church. Oh, sorry, I mean outside the church. (laughs) Some countries have war, while other countries have rumours of war. The government isn't being truthful, and we feel like that we're holding on by a thread. Yet God says joy to the world. See, when people are thirsty, they drink water. When you're hungry today, you eat too much. (laughs) There's no doubt that we need joy. And in Jesus is where we get that joy. When joy came, the world was just as full on then as it is now. It was just as broke. Don't kid yourselves. Okay, things will get worse. And joy will be needed more. Is this all right? A bit of truth? Because sometimes I catch myself saying things like, oh man, the times are the worst now than what they've ever been in history. And then I read the Bible and I go, oh, maybe they're not. Oh my goodness. (laughs) What's going to happen? The world when Jesus was born. Just imagine with me for a moment the state of the world on the original Christmas day when Jesus was born. Luke 2.1 says, And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. Could you imagine that day? The whole world will be taxed. Imagine the uproar in the temple. The end times are here. You know, how dare the government take my rights to what I earn? You know, back then, taxes wasn't a little bit like we have now. It was 50 to 60%. And we didn't see new streets because because of our taxes. We saw greater temples in Rome. 
The one world order. Could you imagine in the temple them talking about the one world order? Now the government will know every person's whereabouts and how much income you take. This is what happened when Jesus was born. One world government came in. The end times. Imagine the message on Sunday. And then Matthew 2.16 says, Then Herod, when he saw that he was deceived by the wise man, was exceedingly angry, and he sent forth and put to death all the male children who were in Bethlehem in all its districts, from two years old and under, according to the time which he had determined from the wise man that Jesus was born. Imagine our Prime Minister today hopping on TV, declaring murder for no reason of your child and my child, my heaps of children. (laughs) Could you imagine the fear in society? Could you imagine the uproar and the the, uh, 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 the ballots and the, the letters going to government from the church. The, could you imagine the marches in the streets? When will the Messiah come? Would have been the message, the cry from the church. How can God allow this? Who's caught themselves saying that recently? How can God allow this? All the questions and the confusion of truth just like we have today. In fact, I think that's worse than COVID. However, the angel says on Christmas morning, joy to the world, the Lord has come. (laughs) Let me tell you this. Today, we don't celebrate momentary joy. Joy dependent on the world news or our personal situations. We celebrate the one who brings joy in spite what the news is telling us. And I watched a little yesterday, and it's absolute rubbish. And that was just before the carols. I'd hate to see the real news. (laughs) Jesus Christ is our joy, and he brings us joy. Amen. This isn't a joy as in laugh around a campfire. This is a joy that is deep within a believer of Christ and can't easily be taken away from you. Come on, church. In this season, today around the barbecue with those conversations, don't let your joy be tainted. It's the joy of the Lord living in you. It's the joy of us knowing that our Saviour Jesus Christ is coming again. That's what the song, Joy to the World, The King Has Come, that's what the song is written about. Us knowing as the saints that our Saviour is coming and nothing can rob that joy because that joy is not about the now, that joy is about who is about to come and win the day for us. Let me tell you, this joy today around the barbecue will not be tainted in your world when people bring up COVID, when people bring up the news, when people bring up the songs at the Christmas carol that were ridiculous last night, you know, that we need to get it back centred on Christ and faith. You know, when these conversations, as soon as you feel that the joy inside of you is starting to leak, make a stop and turn that conversation around. Church, be leaders today. 
today. Be leaders this week. Don't be people that are led by others. We are the church of Christ. You are born again. Now God is resurrected from the dead. He is coming again. And he said, will you build my church? In other, wo- in other words, he said, you are a leader on planet earth. And today, church, let's lead the conversation today and make it good. This is what joy is. Today we celebrate joy that has entered our lives, amen. Saved us from condemnation and has given us all assurance of your eternal salvation. Oh man, nothing brings me joy more than knowing that. When you're having a hard season in your world, I'm I'm fully aware that there are people here today maybe listening to this today because they couldn't come and you're going through hard seasons in your world. Finances are low and it's Christmas. You just lost, lost a loved one. We've got plenty of people like this in the church today. Feel like we are in the end times. I get this, I get it. You feel your faith is being tested. I get it. You're worried about one world government or the mark of the beast. I can understand why that would be so. Or simply you just feel like crying today and just eating too much ice cream. Or ham with apple. Man, I can't wait. I didn't eat much yesterday just for today. We hold on to eternal joy set before us. Hold on. And we pull that joy, that peace, that rest into our now lives, into our current day because Jesus is for us and we will not give our joy away. I'm at the halfway point. You ready for the good stuff? Bring it up. In Scripture, 1 Peter 1, 6-9 says this. You have been grieved by various trials. Yes, this world has right now. That the genuineness of your faith being much more precious than gold that perishes. Let me remind you today, church, your faith is so precious. Though it is tested by fire, may be found to praise, to honour and glory at the keyword revelation of Jesus Christ, whom having not seen you love. I love that. That's faith. Though now you do not see him yet, believe. You rejoice with joy inexpressible and full of glory, receiving the end of your faith, the salvation of your soul. Amen. You know, the Apostle Peter gives us a a key here to continually find joy that isn't dictated to by this world, by the news and circumstances, but rather truth that is within us, okay? And don't listen to the new, I think it's Channel 9 advertising. Did anyone see that yesterday? Channel 9 advertising. It goes something like, um, don't just see it. That's good. Don't just feel it, but believe 
the truth, the news. <laughs> yeah, I know, I, I nearly threw up as well. <laughs> it's so face the new ad on, was, oh, last time. <laughs> the only truth isn't on the news. I've got to be honest with you, we don't even watch it in our family. Like, like, I'm on Facebook, I'm not on Instagram or any other, I'm just on Facebook, and the news is all there. Like, it's clear as day, I don't need, a, I don't need Channel 9 jabbing it down, but um, I've got people in my world that are smarter and will give it to me in wisdom, and so I'll keep those people close, because the truth is, is when I watch the news too much, it taints my spirit. So some people are gifted for that. When I was a musician, I used to play in pubs and clubs every week. And it never actually strengthened my faith every time. But the truth is, is I'm probably one out of about 50 Christian musicians that I know that could do that. And so some people are gifted like this. So I've got people in my world that can listen to the news, they decipher it, they find the truth, and then they share with me the positivity of the news. And uh, but for me, it taints my spirit. So that's just a little something for someone. Anyway, the Apostle Peter, he gives us the, the clue here. Peter said, it is found... This is where joy is found, okay? Listening? It is found when we praise, when we honour and glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Now, I want to say this one more time, okay? Because I don't want you just to hear words today. I want you to get a revelation. You will have joy, continual, everlasting, non-wavering joy when you continue to praise not just praise randomly at the revelation of Jesus and who he is. When you honour, not just, I'm not just talking about honouring your pastor, I'm talking about honouring the revelation in the revelation of who Jesus Christ is. Honouring Jesus Christ every day and glory at that revelation of Jesus Christ. When you praise, when you honour, when you glory. When you praise today, when you honour today, and when you glory. When you praise this week, when you honour this week, when you praise at work and you honour at work, this is how we keep the joy. This is true joy. That means circumstances and your heart can break, but you feel strength because the joy of the Lord is your strength. Now, glory in the Greek is dokeo. Okay, and it means this. I really enjoy this. It, it means to be of opinion. This is what glory means. To be of opinion, think, suppose, judge, or pleased me. So when it pleased me, glory. That's glory. In other words, our opinion is we suppose. Our judgment is we are pleased that even in what is happening around us, my revelation of Jesus Christ and Jesus coming again in victory, bringing me joy, in fact, should bring joy to the world because the Lord is come. When we line up our opinions, when we line up the way we think, Listen, this is a big word today, ready for a big word? Can everyone say judge? Your judgment. Your judgment. Now, expand that, your judgment of people, a judgment of your in-laws today, your, your judgment of that dead pig that you're going to eat. Okay, glory to God. 
your judgment must always have the revelation of who Jesus Christ is, and that's where you place your judgment. According to that, we don't judge each other, we judge our God. Let me say that again. According to that, we don't judge each other today, we judge the God in us. And when you do that, you'll never be left short. All glory, all honour, and all praise to him when you consider who he is. My revelation of Jesus Christ and Jesus coming again is victory. In trial, I find joy. In prosperity, I find joy. In loss, I find joy. This joy of the Lord is my strength. Today we celebrate Jesus Christ, his birth and his coming again. And just in finishing, today I reserve my judgment of government, of other people, of my circumstances right now, of what's happened just this week, my finances, because I know that there is always a table set before me where Jesus gives me my joy back. We know that scripture in the Bible, that there is a table set before you, right in the midst of your enemies. Today, in the midst of your conversation, of your family this week, in the midst of your work, no matter what it is, you need to remember something. Even though you feel like your joy is getting tainted and weakening and all around, all this stuff is happening, there is a table, look for it. Because at that table, there is fruit, there is the Saviour, Jesus Christ, and he wants to strengthen your joy. Would you decide today? Would you think upon it? Would you ponder on it? Would you place your judgment upon it that today you're going to remember the revelation of our Jesus Christ and you're going to say joy to the world because our God has come. Amen. You receive that today, church? Awesome. Yeah, let's give God one more shout of praise. Joy to the world. It's so possible, Christian or not Christian, well, you probably need to be a Christian. It's so possible to always have joy. It is. I live in it, so I can, exa- I can say it 100%. Do I have hard times? Yep. Do I get really sad? Yeah, I get so sad sometimes that I'm sick in the tummy. I understand. You know, do I get angry? Yep. I've punched a fridge before and broke my knuckle. Okay. <laughs> get angry, all right? You know, all these things, these are real life emotions, but it doesn't take the joy because I get up and I go, but God, I know that you're gonna come and I just can't wait. I really wish you could do it in my next breath, but you're gonna come and you're gonna wipe this pain, hallelujah. You're gonna come and you're gonna fill us with joy. You're gonna come and you're gonna fix that person's life. You're going to come, you're going to redeem that child. You're going to come, you're going to heal that body eternally forever. There won't be that. Lord God, when you come, Jesus, you're going to come and fill us with revelation, with excitement that's just going to be insane and I can't wait. God, you're going to turn my sorrow to joy. I can't wait. And this starts to fill you with joy. And you know, you might be here today and you, you just, you don't know Jesus. Maybe you've never given your heart to God. Let me tell you, you're missing out on something amazing and it doesn't have to keep going. Why don't you make this the best day of your life, the day that we celebrate our Saviour, Jesus Christ. You know, when He came, He came to fill us with joy. 
but He came to wipe your sin. He came to heal your mind. He came to heal your heart, to heal your emotions. He does all these things. I see it every day. I can, we testify in this church nearly weekly of amazing miracles. People here today where, where sickness has left their bodies. There's people here today where cancer has dropped off their bodies. The doctors have been amazed. There's people here today, I'm looking at you, and I can see people that have emotionally been healed, people that have mentally been healed. Our God is a good God, and He wants to have a relationship with you. And all this takes, this is what I love the most, is the grace of God. Remember I said the depth of the grace will just surprise us. Well, it might surprise people here today that you don't have to be perfect. You don't have to have things in order. You don't have to set it right with that person before you give your heart to God. In fact, just wait a moment because when you give your heart to God, He's going to give you so much strength that when you walk to that person, you'll be a new person. You'll be a new creation. We call it being born again. This is what water baptism is, spirit baptism is. It's about the presence of God coming over your life, the Spirit of God and washing you clean. does it in an instant. How amazing. So today in this Christmas day, if you're here and you've never given your heart to God, I'm about to ask everyone to close their eyes and I want you to be bold and just lift your hand really high. And what I'm going to do from there is I'm just going to pray with you. I'm not going to ask you down the front, just right where you are, I'm going to pray because your salvation is not dependent on the pastor. It's not dependent on anything except for placing faith in Jesus Christ. So church, if we could all just close our eyes just for a moment, honour this moment. If that's you this morning, I'm just going to look around a couple times. Could you just be really bold right now? No one's looking. Just lift your hand for me so I know who I'm about to pray with. Thank you, God. I'm just going to look a couple of times. I see your hand down there. Is there anyone else? Is there any children here today that would like to make this decision as well? You can just be really bold, lift your hand. I see your hand there. Yours? Three precious girls. Anyone else? I see over here a hand as well. You know, Jesus came as a child and changed the whole world. When he left, he said, it's so much better that I go. You thought this was amazing. He said, I'm going to send you my spirit. And he can be with everybody all at once, which means you can change the world. Doesn't matter how young you are, kids, I think we've got five kids that just lifted their hand, an adult. You are world changers. Let me speak over you right now. That God has called you, chosen you. He loves you so much you could never do something wrong that could stop Him from loving you. Never. The worst sin ever. He will never stop loving you. If you want, He will never stop forgiving you. You just ask God every time, say, God, would you forgive me? And let me tell you this, that His Spirit, the Spirit of God, today is inside of you. That means that every time you feel challenged to tell someone about Jesus, 
Every time you feel challenged at school to do the right thing, you can. Because the Holy Spirit is in you and He will always, every time, without fail, give you the strength to do what you need to do. Could all the kids that just lifted their hands just look at me for a moment? God wants to use your lives. God wants to use your life. God wants to use your life. And when He made you, because mum and dad didn't make you, it's not true. Santa's not true, by the way, either. When He made you, He said, you are, I think I just blew a big bubble. He said, you are wonderful. He said, you are perfect. You look exactly how I want you to look. Your emotions, I gave you those emotions. And he said, now go, grow up, become an adult and always glorify me. That's what, that's what God has said to you guys. Always glorify the Lord. Amen. Close your eyes. I'm just going to pray this prayer with the others that lifted their hands today. Father God, I just want to thank you for every heart that opened, every soul. The party in heaven right now is ridiculous. Thank you, God. Father God, thank you for sending Jesus. Forgiven every person that lifted their hands and opened their hearts today. Jesus, thank you for never sinning and enduring that cross for the glory set before you, which is evidenced here today. And these amazing souls, people that have given their hearts to you. Bless the children. Bless the adults that have opened their heart today. And Father, from this day forward, they are children of God. They are people of God, sons and daughters. Holy Spirit, would you anoint them? Would you empower them? Give them the strength to be victorious every day. And we pray right now for a blessing upon their worlds and their lives. In Jesus' name. Father, bless this church. As we go out, Lord, help us to be leaders today. Lead the conversation. Lead our family and loved ones and give glory, never stop, and praise, and never stop, and worship, and never stop, because no one and nothing will rob the joy of the Lord in us today.